the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings and it's meeting time. And today we're going to continue introducing the fifth step of recovery. That we admitted to God, ourselves, and another person the exact nature of our wrongs. Now, decades ago, there was a fictional TV program called I Led three lives. It was a mystery program with a lot of twists and turns, and it had you on the edge of your seat coming back for a plot that never seemed to end. Well, addiction causes us to lead a double life. In this true life drama, we could receive the Golden Globe Award for the best actor of the year. To the outside world, we portray our performance character the one we want others to see. You see, we wear the invisible mask of, I got it all together. But we're living a lie. We're laughing on the outside, crying on the inside. And to ourselves, we are but bit part actors that started as a fairy tale, but turned into a horror movie as we try to hide our obsession compulsion, fears, anger, resentment, self-loathing, and physical and emotional pain. So, how is it that our life of normality turned into this shuddering condition? How did we become this person leading a double life in this repugnant, non-fiction escapade of our inner being? In Ephesians 6.12, the Apostle Paul attests to what I believe And have often said, this sinful disease of addiction is demonic. And Paul writes, we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers of the unseen world and mighty powers in the dark place. Listen, many of our struggles with addiction could be the result of direct attacks by spiritual enemies. In 1 Peter 5, 8, the apostle warns us, Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. My friends, we must be aware of the fierce unseen warfare Satan wages against us. Look, we're all born with a sinful nature. And once we embark into the wasteland of addiction, of forbidden fruits that birth sin, Satan and his unseen legions of demons, yielding tremendous power, attack this dark side of our inner being. While it's true they cannot indwell a true believer, they can oppress, harass, and lure us into moral corruption. Satan's strategy is to poison our mind. Addiction starts in our mind. Addiction is a form of mental illness. And in a very short period of time, we become puppets on a string, enslaved to Satan's every obsessive, compulsive demand. And this is going to end in doom and gloom. 
our addictive lifestyle could be defined as I led two lives, a drama that ends in tragedy and ruin. And who might be the director of this disastrous event? It's Satan himself. Satan is the director of confusion. He bombards our mind with lies, lies, and more lies. He keeps us in denial of our physical, mental, and spiritual disorder as he prepares for the final scene of our horror story. You see, unlike the fictional TV program that continues on and on, existing in the bondage of Satan's control will definitely end. And it ends in the darkness of jails, institutions, and many times death. So, how can you change the ending of your story? How did I change the end to my story? By applying this fifth principle to our lives. Our biography of our dull lives, our secrets, our denial, our fear, our angers, our self-loathing, our hypocrisy, our control issues, our irresponsibility, sexual behaviors, blaming others, the harm we've caused others. It's all written in our fourth step, this searching and fearless moral inventory. You see, for a long time, we avoided seeing ourselves as we really are. We buried these defects. Now it's time to come out of hiding. It's time to quit playing this bit part actor and tell our true life story. And that's through confession. Admitting these wrongs will transcend us from our shattered personalities into wholeness, joy, peace, freedom, and forgiveness. But we must start confessing. And we learned last week, first and foremost, we must confess to God. God knows our stuff. He knows the good, the bad, and the ugly. And he wants us to repent through confession. We need to replicate David's prayer in Psalm 32. I confessed all my sins to you. You forgave me, and all my guilt is gone. Look, when we try to hide our sins from God, our life becomes miserable. Our inner being gets tied up in knots, and we begin to lose control. So why fight it? Confessing to God is the first step to ridding ourselves of this guilt and shame. Now, I've shared this before. Jesus died to save us from our sins, from our addictions, and he lives to keep us. Don't you think it's time to relinquish Satan from directing your downfall? Now is the time to ask Jesus Christ to be your savior, to be the new director of your life. You'll no longer live in this tale of horror, but a tale of love, forgiveness, peace, healing, and joy. Amen? Now, let's discuss admitting our wrongs to ourselves. Look, we all struggle with trying to make peace with ourselves. We deny what we've done. We keep secrets. We make excuses for our conduct. We work hard to be good, trying to counteract our wrongs. We do everything we can to cease the unrest within us. 
And the only way this can be accomplished is by stop rationalizing and tell the truth. The Apostle John teaches, if we claim we have no sin, we're fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. And the truth is revealed in our searching and fearless moral inventory. It's in black and white. It's like looking in a mirror and seeing the sinful person we've become in Satan's controlled, diseased, addictive lifestyle. Now it's time to come clean. It's time to admit I am guilty as charged. Folks, there's no real freedom without confessing to ourselves. You see, in doing so, we feel the weight of our secrets, excuses, and lies lifted. And we will finally find the internal peace we lost long ago. And we will be one step closer to full recovery as we prepare for God's future steps, future principles of healing. But we're not finished. Now comes the scary part. We have to tell our story to another person, and that can be a frightening experience. For years, we've built walls to keep others out, living in isolation. That's been a way of protecting ourselves from further hurt. We may be thinking, I've confessed my faults to God and myself. I'm not going to confess to another person. I am not going to be that vulnerable. Again, Satan's lying to you. Remember, he wants to devour us. Addiction thrives on our secret sins. Satan will tell us enough with these confessions, and he'll fill us with false pride and ego, trying to block our spiritual growth. And our isolation gives Satan plenty of opportunities to sabotage our journey of recovery as he pulls us back into our destructive behaviors. When we refuse to admit our wrongs to another person, our denial, pride, shame, and fear become more ingrained. And then the evil one, he will rear his ugly head as he sets us up to revert back to our old behaviors. We relapse. We relapse back into the abyss of active addiction. We once again deny reality, and we deceive ourselves. We start lying to ourselves. We tell ourselves, if I try harder this time, everything will be okay. Or the blame game. We start blaming others for our problems. Listen, it's only when we confess to another person that we can break the pattern of self-deception and Satan's stronghold. Now, I ask you to reference James 5, verse 16. Confess your sins to each other. Pray for each other so you may be healed. And according to Scripture, we have God's promise of healing when we confess our sins, our secrets to another person, and when that person prays for us. Admitting our wrongs to another person is the most powerful part of step five. Folks, this is our pathway out of isolation and loneliness. This is a move towards wholeness, happiness, and a sense of peace. It's essential to take this risk and tell on ourselves. 
Sure, it's a humbling experience to tell on ourselves. But with God's help, we find the courage to reveal our true nature. And the results will be worth all the angst of this unburdening process. Remember this. God forgave you when you confessed your sins to him and accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior. Now he's telling us we will begin the healing process when we confess our sins to another person. Amen? Now, I know what you're asking yourself. You're asking, who should this person be? Who can we trust to be part of this healing process? No doubt. This is very important. We want to select a loving, caring person that's more interested in our spiritual wholeness, our freedom, and our progress in this journey of recovery, rather than looking at our shortcomings, our sins. We need a person that can be understanding, trustworthy, and dependable, much like a a priest or a pastor. For me personally... I thought it wise to choose a Christian man that was involved in our 12-step fellowship. So I chose my sponsor and a pastor. They gifted me with their compassion, their wisdom, their feedback, their counseling, their prayers, and their support. We shared tears of remorse, and we shared tears of joy. And I have to tell you, What a beautiful experience this was, and it changed my life forever. Look, our old way of thinking, isolating, and living didn't work out very well. And in Proverbs 15, 22, we learn, plans go wrong for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success. I promise you, God will put someone in your life that will have ears to hear and words of counseling, compassion, and wisdom so that we can learn from our mistakes and continue on this wonderful journey of recovery. There's no need for you to exist in this darkness of secret sins when the miracle of this fifth step is waiting for you. Amen. Next week, we're going to introduce the sixth step of recovery, that we were entirely ready to have God remove these defects. And I want you to reference Second Chronicles chapter 15, verses 1 through 16. We're going to learn about courage to change. Amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.